2: KMLE, FM, and HD Watch, Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne, powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say, can you, you see by the th- dawn's early light what what's so proudly pr- 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 The twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars To the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streamed.
3: for the National Anthem this morning. Here we go. you morning really. You ready, Cheyenne? I am ready. All right. I have a head like a cat and feet like a cat, but I am not a cat. What am I?
4: <laughs>
3: I have a head like a cat and feet like a cat, but I am not a cat. What am I? If you think you know it, you can text us at two two one zero eight.
4: <laughs> is it a mythical creature? Like, can I ask that? Like,
3: <laughs> I ain't giving you no hints. Why not? No hints. <laughs>
4: sounds like a mythical creature.
3: This is not <laughs> the kindergarten riddle for kinder- kindergartners. You're a grown adult, <laughs> Cheyenne. No hints. Come on. I have a head like a cat and feet like a cat, but I am not a cat. What am I? If you think you know it, you can text us at 22108. The answer six minutes away.
5: Hang on. Downpour, beating on the tin Hunter and Cheyenne On Demand.
3: Well, Cheyenne, who does not stand at five foot nine, she stands at 5...
4: 5? Five? 5'5". Five,
3: five. Okay. <laughs> did she figure out the answer to the morning riddle is what I was trying to get at?
4: <laughs> I was like, does he know it or not?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I, I know you're not 5'9". No. I know you're not that tall.
4: No. Nope. God you're did shawty. not bless me with inches vertically. <laughs> Just
3: horizontally. <laughs> horizontally? He blushed you with <laughs> inches horizontally? Okay. I don't think people... Because <laughs> I'm
4: chubby. <laughs> Anyways.
3: That's <laughs> funny. All right. Were you able to figure out the answer? I have an answer. You have a sketch over there, too, as you're trying to sketch out what this was. <laughs> I have a head like a cat and feet like a cat, but I am not a cat. What am I? I have a head like a cat and feet like a cat. But I am not a cat, what am I? You sketched out something over there. It was kinda looks like a Liger from uh it's a Napoleon kitty cat. Dynamite. It's a kitty cat. It's a kitty cat. <laughs> but did I get you to the answer or no? no. You no. don't have a you don't have a guess? No, my
4: guess my guess was Liger. So there's that.
3: <laughs> it's not Liger. And there were texts coming in saying Liger as well. <laughs> I have head like a cat and feet like a cat, but I am not a cat. What am I? Some of the incorrect guesses coming in on text to 22108. Text to the 775. a leopard. No text to the seven seven oh oh multiple get no 2775 wow okay uh sphinx no uh text to the 480 oh, mo uh says the shadow of a cat that's uh, a
4: really good guess Moe, look at you not it
3: i have a head like a cat feet like a cat but i'm not a cat what am i it is not the shadow of a cat text to the 775 another one uh tiger no text to the 480 oh, a wendy's restaurant no text to the 520 <laughs> Stop it. Red panda, no. (laughs) Text with a 602, a dog, no. A lot of correct guesses, though. All right, don't guess, Cheyenne. No, what is it? I have a head like a cat and feet like a cat, but I am not a cat. What am I? I am a kitten.
4: It's still a cat.
3: It's a kitten.
4: So a baby's not a human? That is dumb. (laughs) That's. (laughs) So dumb.
3: All right, we do the morning <laughs> riddle every weekday morning at 6 here on Camel Country. Sometimes they're dumb, sometimes they're <laughs> not. I don't know.
4: I protest that.
3: <laughs> Coming up next, I'm going to share a story. Something happened to me over the weekend. I got the result that I wanted after all this, but some people were not as lucky, and we'd love to hear your story of uh, this, and we will explain all of this. Coming up next here on Camel Country.
0: From the Learner Road Injury Attorneys Traffic Center, good morning. Hope you had a great weekend. couple of problems starting
5: off. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Camel Country, Gunner and
3: Cheyenne. Uh, Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Our weekend started on Friday. Uh, We were out at uh, Lone Butte, Hale River Resorts Casinos, Lone Butte, on Friday night for our 30 Days of Thunder ticket stop. Uh, Giveaway country thunder tickets. There's also a live band there. Which is pretty cool. Yeah,
4: it was awesome. Like, if you haven't seen that courtyard and hung out in it, 10 out of 10 recommend.
3: Yeah, so, um, but that's when the weekend started. Once our uh, event was done at 6 o'clock, went into the bar, bought a drink, signed on, you know, closed it out, mm-hmm. you know, signed it, and kind of went and sat down in a machine for a little bit.
4: Of course you did.
3: <laughs> and then uh, left to uh, go to uh, the Coyotes game. But it was like there at the Coyotes game when I went to go search for my credit card. My credit card was not there. I'm thinking back. I'm like, when was the last time I used it? it was at the bar at Lone Butte. Uh. Yeah. Um, and I and I have notifications set up, so every single purchase on that card, I get a notification on my phone. So I, you know, I hadn't been used yet, so I felt pretty confident that I didn't drop it. I left it at the bar. Yeah. I think mean, the bartender didn't just he just didn't give it back to me after I signed the receipt, and I assumed I had it. But uh, anyway, I uh, went back on Saturday. They had safely. Um, put my credit card somewhere where nobody could take it. Well, that's good. That's so nice of them. The result I wanted, you know, with that credit card. But there's a lot of people that weren't as lucky. You know, it kind of got me thinking um, uh, with that going down is to what if somebody did get their hands on it? Where where would they be spending it?
4: I guess it would just depend on the person. Like, what is it that they want or
3: need? Because I know that, you know, at the casinos, you can take advances on your credit card, which is not Good to do, don't ever do it. Uh, but oh, you can? I, yeah, you can oh. go take advances. <laughs> hey, people Did do. That? I mean, casinos yeah. can be a very. Uh,
4: uh, <laughs> Lines are very blurred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Plus you supposed
3: to get yourself into a lot of trouble doing that. Yeah. You know, but I know uh, that you can go. when If you do an advance, you don't need a pin at the thing. So if somebody tried to take an advance on my card, they spit out a receipt and then you got to go to the cashier and they you got to give them your firstborn and stuff like that to be able to take that money. Right. right. So I know that wasn't going to be the case. So where would they go spend my money at had they had it? I don't know. Nobody got their hands on my credit card. I'd safely back in my pocket, but I know there's other people that aren't as lucky. Have you ever had your credit card stolen, your debit card stolen, and where do they spend that money at? Where do they use your card at? I feel like gas stations would be pretty easy, right?
4: Oh, yeah. Unless
3: they ask for the zip code, yeah, which Yeah, you just bypass
4: that and run it as credit, though.
3: Well, even with credit, I've had to put in my zip code. Really? Yeah. I don't ever have well, to. Well, because the PIN... Is you have to put in a pin, right? Mm-hmm. Your banking pin. Mm-hmm. But if it's a credit card, sometimes they ask for your zip code.
4: Interesting. That never happens with mine.
3: Which, if somebody stole your credit card, I mean, the likeliness of them knowing your zip code is slim.
4: I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no,
3: unless you're in a small town, it's <laughs> <is> pretty easy. <laughs> I'm
4: going to go with this one. I'm go zip code. <laughs> with the zip code that I'm in right now.
3: Uh, But, you know, some people have it stolen. Some people, you know, those criminals go on a shopping spree with that person's credit card. So has this happened to you? How much do they spend? Where do they spend it at?
4: That's a great question. I've never had my credit card stolen personally. I have had a checkbook stolen and they spent about $500 before they got caught.
3: Yeah. That's interesting though. Don't they check ID with checks? That's
2: what
4: I said. Yeah. That is exactly what I said when I had to file the police report. <laughs> but apparently, the uh, stores in Yakima, Washington, didn't. Oh, so. they're
3: in Yakima. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Like everybody's so wholesome in this small town.
4: Yeah, definitely.
3: All right, has this happened to you? Have you had your credit card stolen? Where did they Where did they rack up debt on uh, on your behalf? Add you can text us at two two one away to Gunner more.
5: Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, has your
3: credit card ever been stolen? And if it was, what did they spend money at? Like How much did they rack up? Uh, I left my credit card at the bar at uh, Lone Butte, at the, uh, uh, one of the bars there. And uh, I didn't realize it until after I left. And, you know, it had crossed my mind that did I drop it? You know, how, how could I have left it at the bar even after signing the little receipt and giving it back to him? How did, it, how did he not give me my card back? Right. So did I drop it? You know, I just kind of trusted that it was still at the bar. Uh, as I mentioned, I have like notifications set up for every single charge. I mean, if I would have started seeing, bloop,
5: bloop, 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 <laughs> I would have
3: went and froze the card. Freeze, freeze, yeah, freeze. Yeah, freeze,
4: Did you have that like instant moment of panic though? Like when you realize did. you didn't have it?
3: Yeah, because then you play out, you know, the last few hours right. as to where you were, what'd you do, where'd you spend money at? And that's what it was. You know, I never got confirmation that that's where it was that night. But I went back the next day and the cards always end up at security and yeah. yeah. So anyway, I got my card back, which is good. But well, I mean that's it, good. it could have ended differently and it and it has ended differently for a lot of you. Uh so we're looking for your stories. Like how much do they spend and where do they spend it at? Texts are coming in at two two one oh eight, uh texts of the four eight oh. Uh, one of my high school students stole my debit card and credit card. <sighs> Your student? Uh, they spent about $2,400 at Home Depot, uh, also at a clothing store and a music store.
4: I'm the high school student spent that much money it's, at Home Depot?
3: It's kind of, yeah. <laughs> What did they
4: buy?
3: It's kind of sad, though, that you can't trust your kids in your class, you yeah, know?
4: Yeah, that is sad.
3: I do remember, you know, my female teachers, they would put it, like, in a drawer in their desk yeah. or something like that. I mean... Now you got to padlock that drawer. Just keep your kids out of your purse.
4: Right. Yeah. My teachers always put like their full purse in their like bottom desk drawer. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now you got to padlock that bad boy.
4: That's sad. Uh,
3: I texted the 720. I dropped my wallet in my works parking lot uh, the day after Christmas. My card was charged about $200 worth uh, of gift cards before we canceled my debit card. Oh, my goodness.
4: So even $200, that's a lot of money for some people.
3: Seems to be a trend, though, with the. gift cards, though. I uh, texted the 623, my car was stolen while I was dropping my son off at daycare with my purse inside. They spent about $200 on gift cards at Walgreens and another 150 at Circle K. Oh, wow. So gift cards are untrackable.
4: Yeah. Right?
3: So, that's so that why must do be there.
4: what it is, yeah.
3: Text the 417, my credit card was stolen. Someone bought $3,000 worth of wine online. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, when the wine is delivered, they got to check ID, right? So it's got to be the actual ID of the person. I don't know. I've
4: never had wine delivered. That's, sorry, that that's a lot of money, but that's funny. $3, it's been $3,000 on wine.
3: Uh, to the 480, I hope my thieves enjoyed the $330 of Panda Express. <laughs> what? That's a lot of firecracker chicken. <laughs> that's so much panda. Just... Text of the six one nine. My card was used for four hundred and fifty dollars at a Kentucky Fried Chicken in Nebraska.
4: <laughs> these people be hungry.
3: Text of the six zero two. My thief spent about five hundred dollars inside QT. How okay? How? See, I I feel like if like these these uh, attendants at QT or Circle K or something, if somebody comes in and drops five hundred dollars on something. I mean, that's got to set off a little flag. You would you think. Know, maybe I should check the ID on this guy. Make sure it matches the credit card. Especially
4: if it's like a ton of gift cards. Yeah. Like, who's going to the QT to get $500 in gift cards?
3: Or $500 in, you Snacks. know, Pepsis and <laughs> and Bugles, you know?
4: And Bugles!
3: Uh, text to the 331, my thief spent 92 cents at a QT. <laughs> Uh, it was an eighth grade girl.
4: Aww. <laughs> 92 cents. She probably got like a candy bar. She's like, mm, let's get this Snickers.
3: Text with the 612. Uh, the thief that's got my credit card number spent $10,000 on adult content online. $10,000?
4: That's so much content. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Cheyenne would know. <laughs> so expensive, ma'am.
3: Right, you got a story for us you can text us the 22108 Gunner and Cheyenne on demand Saturday night live on us uh, well Saturday night. It's um,
4: weird how that works. Isn't that crazy? <laughs>
3: uh it was uh hosted by uh Travis Kelsey on uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs with the musical guest Kelsey Ballerini. Uh watched it yesterday. I don't I hate watching stuff live. I, I really do. We were watching HGTV on uh, I like think Saturday morning. I'm like, I can't deal with these commercials. I did I can't. <laughs> you know. So anyway, Saturday Night Live. We watched it yesterday on Peacock. No commercials. Loved it. Just segment, segment, segment. You know, it was great. Uh Travis Kelsey did a great job hosting. That was it was pretty funny. Good, good. Uh Kelsey performing though, watching her perform one of her uh new songs on her EP. Whichever one of those songs, she's just kind of a gut punch to uh, Morgan Evans. You know, it's kind of a, her retort to his one song. Right. She comes out with six. One of the songs was called Blindsided. And just listen to the uh, the end of the song here. How oh, do um, I have
2: to? On uh, Saturday Night Live. Kay. Yes, here we go. I uh, right on the radio. You couldn't say it to my face. You would have the whole world over. Yeah, sure, okay. Now you're singing it loud on the radio like you're the only heart that breaks. You would have searched the whole world over. Yeah, sure, okay.
3: You know, and I'm watching her face, and I'm like, gosh, man, it just seems so... um, Like she didn't take the higher... It was just kind of like a, um, oh, yeah. you know... You, you know?
4: <laughs> the uh, amount of viciousness vicious in her a great eyes word. Yeah. is gut-wrenching. Yeah,
3: so then this morning... You know, I get my little morning workout in and I'm listening to her. She's on a pod. Kelsey's on a podcast called Call Her Daddy came out last month. And I wanted to just kind of she told her side of the story when it came mm-hmm. to the divorce from Morgan Evans. So I wanted to listen to that. You know, and just kind of if you can hear the viciousness in her conversation there as well. And you could. Yeah. You absolutely could. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, love Kelsey's music. Mm-hmm. Great performer. But I think it could have been handled a little bit differently. Yeah. You know, uh, she talks on the podcast about how um, uh, when they got married, they were so young, you know, um, and she ended up buying the house. She bought a lot of things. She bought the flights for them to kind of meet up, you know, and she even then, you know, she felt like he wasn't in it when they were just, they both have busy lifestyles. Yeah. You know, and just trying to put the effort in to kind of be in together. She didn't feel it from his side.
4: So then why did you get married?
3: Well, they were young. I mean, she does talk about it on the podcast. Uh-huh. I don't want to go too deep into right, it. You, right. know, you can go listen to it if you want. It's on Spotify. Um, but um, she talked about uh, the divorce and how she bought the house. And it, what's interesting, because last week we were talking about, would you ever get remarried, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, just if you, once you're married and it's legal to get a divorce and try and separate everything, it could get messy. Yeah, yeah, I can. You know, and then them being two individuals, two individual careers, she still ended up either having to pay him alimony or he gets the house. Mm-hmm. So he, she said, you know what? I want this to be behind me. Just give him the house. Yeah. And then she also mentions in the podcast that she would never get remarried, probably because of the legality part because of it. Because she felt right? like
4: she got the short end of the stick. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get that. I hear that. But also, like, when you listen to the rest of the podcast, it's just like, what one thing after another, and she just needed, I'm sorry, but she just needed to keep her mouth shut.
3: um, And not talk about it on yeah. this podcast? She not just in wa-
4: the way that she did. Okay. Not in the way that she did. Here's
3: some audio. This is from the Call Her Daddy podcast on Spotify. Uh, this is uh, Kelsey talking about, she was th- the host. Her name is Alex. Asked Kelsey about the Morgan Evans song, mm-hmm. right? She's, she quotes some lyrics here. And uh, Kelsey's reaction to the song. When
4: you heard the song and when you hear
0: the lyrics, what
4: does it make you feel? Oh, so angry. So angry. That's like that. I felt pretty. I had a pretty good grasp on like my grieving journey until that song came out. And I was livid. I think that maybe there's a world where he was blindsided. I did not blindside him.
1: I think two things can be true.
4: Mm -hmm. And... I I think, like, if he truly was blindsided, then where was he? And that's the point. <laughs> <sighs> the, she, she literally talks out of both sides of her mouth in that one sentence because she says, I think that there is a world where two things can be true. And I am a firm believer, and there are three sides to the truth. There's her side, his side, and then somewhere in the middle because our perception of what's going on can be very different. Yeah. Morgan's perception was that, but then she turns around and says, well, if that's truly how you feel, then where were you? Because his perception was something different. Like you talk out of both sides of your mouth yeah. instead of just sitting silent.
3: She also mentions that they haven't spoken since deciding on divorce. Mm-hmm. They just let their teams handle the whole thing. Right. Um, she's been dating. Uh, they pinned her down and uh, said, are you, uh, are you dating somebody right now? She was kind of beating around the bush a little bit. And then mm-hmm. she finally asked the question. Alex asked the question, are you single? And then she's like, ah,
2: mm,
3: uh, uh." (laughs) well, I mean, you know. And then she Alex points out that that's all you had to say right there, you know. But she is dating that uh, Chase dude. She dropped into his DMs like that's how she didn't want to get on dating app, which would be weird. I totally get, yeah, that would be weird, like being somebody like Kelsey Ballerini on a dating app. You can't. What's his Chase something from Outer Banks? Yeah, yeah.
4: he plays JB on Outer Banks. But anyway,
3: she dropped into his DM, and uh, that's how they started dating.
4: Which is fine. I am happy that she is happy. I just, if I was her PR person, I would have said, I think we, the best thing for us is just to take the high road. It's not like Morgan's song is shot straight to number one, yeah. you know, like, yes, it's getting airtime, but I think the best thing she should have done was just, you know, sit back on it and just let, let it play out. But she didn't do that. No,
3: but I mean, they're also musicians, right? I mean, they, they, they write songs to what they're feeling in right. the moment. And <laughs>
4: Talk about being angry. I
3: know. Well, I know. I mean, Morgan Evans, you know, d- did what he did with his song. Uh-huh. You know, how long has it been over for you? And then she comes out with six more and retort to it.
4: And they're just it's not just even talking about her feelings.
5: It's yep. straight blasting in.
3: It is an interesting listen. if you want to listen to it, it's uh, Kelsey Ballerini on that Call Her Daddy podcast. Here's
5: Gunnar and Cheyenne On Demand.
3: All right, details on how you can pick up some Country Thunder tickets today in a matter of like 20 minutes or so. We'll get you those details here in a moment. But uh, Kelsey Ballerini, uh, we were talking about her, and uh, she was on Saturday Night Live, a uh, Saturday night, which great performance, you know. it was just kind of look on her face at the end of the, uh, the performance of Blindsided. They just really kind of got me like, oh, man, she's got some anger. Yeah. Holy moly. When it came to uh, the divorce with Morgan Evans and her retort to Morgan's song called Over You, basically the song's about how long's this whole relationship thing been over for you. I mean, I was blindsided, says Morgan, you know, (laughs) and and how how long you've been waiting to take those pictures down. You know that that's kind of the gist of the song, right? You know, and then Kelsey releases this six-song EP with every single one of them is a little jab towards uh, Morgan Evans. But I uh, went and listened to a uh, podcast with uh, with Kelsey on it on the uh, the Call Her Daddy podcast on Spotify, which interesting. To listen, if you want to get her perspective on that whole relationship, on um, you know how kind of resentment started, kind of building in that relationship because she was paying for everything, you know, and uh, all the way back to the beginning, like how they met and feelings like when they met, you know. She had mentioned uh, only being with one other person prior to Morgan. You know, so she admits she was young. Which,
4: it happens. That happens 100%.
3: But then I got to thinking about uh, us and how we've talked to both Morgan and Kelsey before. I guess I talked to Morgan years. It was 2018. I don't have that audio. I wish I did have that audio of Morgan Evans when I had him on uh, in a prior market that I was in. And he was gushing about her. He loved her. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I, like I said, I wish I had that. I, I got to try and see if I can find that somewhere. But we do have audio of Kelsey uh, when she was on this here show back in January of 2020. We asked her if uh, she was ever going to bring uh, Morgan out on tour, you know, because, I mean, th- they're both busy. They both have their own individual country music careers. Yes. You know, so we asked that question. Here was uh, Kelsey's reaction. You got to bring the uh, the hubby out on tour at, at all at yes. some point?
2: I mean, he's doing his own thing. We're we're both um, we're both very busy, but it's it's so much fun whenever I have a weekend off the road to go catch up with him and and his tours, and vice versa. We get to just
0: you know do do our own thing, and then every now and again go be cheerleaders.
3: Interesting. I know. Isn't that weird? You know, hearing because, I mean, she cheated on it back in 2019. They've been in, uh, well, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, they've been in uh, marital counseling since then. Mm-hmm. You know, and there we are, January 2020. Does that sound like somebody who's uh,
5: in love?
4: Yeah, it does sound like somebody <laughs> who's in love. I don't get it. I mean, I get the tides turn really fast. Yeah. I've, been, I've, I've been through it. I get it. I don't know. It's just something. Things don't add up. And she's just so bitter right yeah. now that I don't know.
3: It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out now going forward. Uh, it's like right? a bad car accident. Yeah. I can't yeah. look away. Can't look away.
4: And yeah. I don't invest in things like this, but I am invested. And every
3: song and every album that comes out everybody's going to be like going through it and listening to yep. all the uh, subliminal messages and everything else, and, and not so subliminal messages in every song. Yeah. You know, it'll be interesting. I but,
4: wouldn't date her right now. <laughs> I can tell you that Yeah, much. she's
3: with that dude from Outer Banks. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I think they're just having fun. That that, that, that relationship's not going to last.
4: Oh, no. no. Still, toxicity is toxicity. Yeah.
3: Gunner
5: and Cheyenne On Demand All right, details
3: on how you can pick up some Country Thunder tickets today In a matter of like 20 minutes or so We'll get you those details here in a moment But uh, Kelsey Ballerini, uh, we were talking about her And uh, she was on Saturday Night Live, uh, Saturday Night Which, great performance, you know mm-hmm. It was just kind of look on her face at the end of the, uh, the performance of Blindsided They just really kind of got me like, oh man, she's got some anger Yeah Holy moly When it came to uh, the divorce with Morgan Evans and her retort to Morgan's song called Over You, basically the song's about how long's this whole relationship thing been over for you. I mean, I was blindsided, says Morgan, you know, (laughs) and and how how long you've been waiting to take those pictures down. You know, that's kind of the gist of the song, right? You know, and then Kelsey releases this six song EP with every single one of them is a little jab towards, uh, Morgan Evans, but, uh, went and listened to a uh, podcast with, uh, with Kelsey on it, on the, uh, the call her daddy podcast on Spotify, which interesting to Listen, if you want to get her perspective on that whole relationship on, um, you know, how kind of resentment started kind of building in that relationship because she was paying for everything, you know, and, uh, all the way back to the beginning, like how they met and feelings like when they met, you know? She had mentioned uh, only being with one other person prior to Morgan. You know, so she admits she was young. Which,
4: it happens. That happens 100%.
3: But then I got to thinking about uh, us and how we've talked to both Morgan and Kelsey before. I guess I talked to Morgan years. It was 2018. I don't have that audio. I wish I did have that audio of Morgan Evans when I had him on uh, in a prior market that I was in. And he was gushing about her. He loved her. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I, like I said, I wish I had that. I, I got to try and see if I can find that somewhere. But we do have audio of Kelsey uh, when she was on this here show back in January of 2020. We asked her if uh, she was ever going to bring uh, Morgan out on tour, you know, because, I mean, th- they're both busy. They both have their own individual country music careers. Yes. You know, so we asked that question. Here was uh, Kelsey's reaction. You got to bring the, uh, the hubby out on tour at, at all at yes. some point?
2: I mean, he's doing his own thing. We're, we're, both, um, we're both very busy, but it's, it's so much fun whenever I have a weekend off the road to go catch up with him and, and his tours and vice versa. We get to just, you know, do, do our own thing and
4: then every now and again go be cheerleaders.
3: Interesting. I know. Isn't that weird? You know, hearing because, I mean, she cheated on it back in 2019. They've been in, uh, well, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, They've been in uh, marital counseling since then.
0: Mm
4: -hmm.
3: You know, and there we are, January 2020. Does that sound like somebody who's uh, in love?
4: Yeah, it does sound like somebody (laughs) who's in love. I don't get it. I mean, I get the tides turn really fast. I've been been through it. I get it. I don't know. It's just something. Things don't add up. And she's just so bitter right now that I don't know.
3: It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out now going forward. Uh, it's right? like a bad car accident. Yeah. I can't yeah. look away. can't look away.
4: And yeah. I don't invest in things like this, but I am invested. In every
3: song and every album comes out, everybody's going to be like going through it and listening to yep. all the uh, subliminal messages and everything else and, and not so subliminal messages in every song. Yeah. You know, it'll be interesting. I but wouldn't
4: date her right now. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, much. she's
3: with that dude from Outer Banks, yeah. you know? And I don't know. I think they're just having fun. That, 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 that relationship's not going to last. Oh, no. no.
4: Still, toxicity is toxicity. Yeah.
5: Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, the Country Thunder Holler started today.
3: Uh, 7.20 and 9.20, immediately following the I Love You Man calls. We announce a name, and, uh, and then you'll have 10 minutes to call us back to win a pair of four-day passes to Camel Country Thunder, which is coming up uh, next month out there in Florence. Darcy Fox got us her name, but she has yet to call us back.
4: And you got to do that. You got to do that
3: to win the ticket. That's part two of the holler back. Yes. That's the holler back part of the holler back contest. It's the holler back. 602-894-5653 602-894-5653 Darcy Fox. Uh you got about 3 more minutes here. Uh to to get in before the buzzer. So good luck to you Darcy. On uh, Saturday night out at uh, Gila River Resorts, Casinos, Wild Horse Pass, Rodney Atkins performed Cheyenne. How was that? I know you went. It was good. It was a good show. It was just like hit after hit after hit. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I know, I, yeah. I actually enjoyed it. Um, but it was at the end of the show as to where he leaves the stage. You know how they do that encore? Uh-huh. He left yeah. the stage. And then, I mean, it wasn't like a packed showroom. Right. You know, Rodney's still got a few fans, you know, and they were there and- I mean, there's more people at low cash than there was at Rodney Atkins. Oh, boy. You know, but I mean, you're there and it gets as loud as it, as it gets for, you <laughs> know, going to. a few hundred <laughs> people, you know, it's, yeah. it gets as loud as it gets. And then they come back on for the encore, which he's right. saying if you're going through hell and one uh, other one, one uh, other <laughs> of his smash hits. Uh, but I'm sitting there. I'm like, why? <laughs> why are you doing an encore? Like, why? Why not just include those in your set? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I why not just include him in the set? Don't make us go through the 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 most what do you rigmarole or whatever the heck you want what word you want to use there of?
5: <laughs> yeah, yay! Let's
3: get more Rodney! Rodney come on, Rodney! Rodney! If you're going through hell, <laughs> if you're going through, you know, I mean, why, why for three hundred people? Yeah, are we having a cheer for him to come out for two more songs? You no,
4: know, it's got to be an ego thing. You think it's ego? Yeah, they just want to hear that you that you want more, or maybe it's just the way it's always been done. So that's why they're going to keep doing it.
3: And those are the the words I hate the most in my life. It's always how it's been done. I don't care. (laughs) how It's always been done. Yeah. You know, blaze a new trail. You know, no more encores. Even like a Luke Combs. I mean, they're still doing encores. And I don't get it. I mean, we know in the back of our mind that beer has never, beer's never broke my heart or whatever the title of the song is. You know in the back of your mind if that's your favorite song, he hasn't played it yet. Yeah. Right? He knows that you know that. So when he walks off stage, he's just waiting for you to cheer. Maybe it is an ego thing. You're right. When you
4: put it like that, sounds so egotistical. Like, so ego
3: driven. Because, I mean, it would make sense, though, like if he were 70 years old and he needed to go use the bathroom. (laughs) You just like take a bathroom break. This is my opportunity before, you know, yeah. <laughs> go on the rest of the night to use the bathroom. So I'm going to use the encore to do that. And maybe there are some artists that do that. Yeah. You know?
4: He just like scoots off stage and runs yeah. to the bathroom. Yeah. Break.
3: Or refills his drink or something. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense if that's why there's an encore. But half the time, they're just standing right on the other side of the curtain, listening to the cheers. And then, you know, you go back. I mean, the, the songs are on the song sheet. They're there. They're there into the encore section on their set list.
4: The encore section already coming. planned. They know it's coming. <laughs> so why not just make the full yes, show?
3: Just go all the way yeah. through,
4: and then just end it on your banger.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait, no I- encore. Don't, don't make us go through the whole motion of
5: cheering for you to come back out on stage. You know. Yeah. Anyway, uh- Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's Camel Country, Gunner and Cheyenne. In- you know, it seems like it's daily.
3: I every time I look up at the TV, there's some sort of an officer-involved shooting here in the valley.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, another one overnight, you know. But I mean, there was one over the weekend as well uh, that happened at the Levine Walmart. And uh, Cheyenne was there when it went down. I was. What a scary situation.
4: It was, hands down. And I've been through a lot of things in my life. This is, hands down, the scariest situation I've ever been in.
3: So, it happened at the, um, I mean, did you see the shooter? Did you go? Did you watch it go down, or you just heard it?
4: I didn't. Thankfully, I did not see it go down. Um, I did hear it, though. And it was weird, because, you know, when you talk about, like, calms before the storm, that's kind of what it was like. It was very, it wasn't a... It wasn't super busy at the Walmart. Um, There's probably like three, four people in the aisle with me at the time, but it was just like kind of quiet. And then all of a sudden you just hear chaos.
3: And then the chaos, but you hear pop, 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 right? So
4: you hear people start to yell and scream. Okay. And then you hear pop, pop. Okay. And then it's like mass screams and people running and employees coming out from back doors telling you to get out of the store and they're not telling you why just drop your stuff and go and it was it was crazy
3: it it seemed I mean it seems that way the way you're telling the story but I mean you were there your uh, your six-year-old mm-hmm. and you hear that going down you you didn't follow the crowd to the exit door no
4: no I took an exit door on the side
3: yeah you went there by yourself without being told to go there mm-hmm. which I mean to, to me kind of seemed a little weird. You know, I, I don't know. I, I know you um, when we had talked about this uh, earlier, you're talking about the sheep mentality, you know, and everybody's following each other. And that that doesn't always end up, you know, good. Right. You know, I mean, if you're going to follow everybody, I mean, but. Grab your son and go out the side door. I mean, Mm -hmm. who knows what would have been outside that side door? Because, I mean, what went down was a shoplifter being approached by an off-duty police officer, right? Right, Right. Shoplifter pulled the gun. Officer pulled the gun. The the officer missed the shoplifter. He took off running. Mm -hmm. But what if, like, he was around the side of the building at the exit that you left with your son?
4: Um, I think that that would have ended up being, like, a crime of opportunity. Like, the fact that the possibility of that would have been really small. Right. But at the time, I didn't know that, that was that's what was going on. And mass things happen so regularly that that was the first thing in my brain was that that was happening at the front of the store. So my my first thought is get outside as fast as I can and don't go towards where people are, like... Yeah, the, bu- the if, masses are. If
3: you've ever seen the Instagram page "Nature is Metal" on uh, well Instagram, you'll you'll know <laughs> that once you leave the herd, that's when you get eaten. Oh my right? god! So like when you see like crocodiles or like uh, hyenas going after a herd of mm-hmm. deer or something antelope, right? It's always the one that scat goes off is gets eaten. When you're when you're in company, it's it's less likely that you're going to get taken. <sighs>
4: I mean, you're not wrong where animals are concerned, but the problem is, is like we're humans and not animals and this is not the wild. <laughs> um, okay.
3: But then the other thought that goes through my head is like, when you exited that side door okay. at Walmart was like on Home Alone 2 when he when he goes running out onto the loading dock and then flies into the arms of the criminal, right? You're out there on your own. You go flying out that exit door with your six-year-old uh, and then there he is to, to grab you in his arms and take you hostage. That would have
4: been a very well-planned-out uh, or, or or he got lucky.
3: <laughs> oh no, God. or he got lucky on that side door because yeah. you didn't go out the back with everybody else. But also, if
4: that were the case, like there wouldn't have been chaos in the front of the store.
3: Yeah, like, like he went running. Where they they found him in a horse trailer in somebody's yard, right? Yeah, on the clear other side. But that was
4: after. Like I had already gotten out and away. Yeah. Before but, but that okay. didn't you,
3: you did what you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, hindsight twenty twenty, you would have done the same thing. Oh,
4: Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent.
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh, glad everybody's okay. Nobody nobody died or anything, right? No,
4: no. Okay. Everybody was fine. It was, I, but it was it was terrifying. Yeah, for I sure. Bet.
3: Uh, text with the six zero two. What were you doing in Levine? LOL. <laughs> That's her new neighborhood.
4: It's well, I do not. I do not live in Levine, but it was the closest Walmart.
3: That's your closest Walmart to Levine.
4: Yeah, to where it is, and I actually really like that Walmart. Like, I really do like it much more than another one that somebody had suggested.
3: You gotta go get yourself a handgun or what?
4: I, I need to do that anyways. But yes, <laughs> this has definitely solidified that choice yeah, for sure. Right?
3: Yeah, I yeah, gotta be packing going into that Levine Walmart. I'd be packing going anywhere anymore? <laughs> yeah, here's Cody.
5: <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand.
3: Well, maybe you saw the news, heard the news, read the news. Uh, There was a shooting at the Levine Walmart uh, over the weekend. Cheyenne just happened to be there. Uh, Scary situation. Uh, She grabbed a kid and went running out the, the side exit door, which went opposite way of... Everybody else at the Walmart, um, which you know, I mean, y- y- you made the decision in hindsight. Twenty twenty, you would have done the same thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, so I was already to get some of these texts coming in uh, at two two one zero eight in uh, regards to that. Um, texts coming in on both sides. Uh, text from the six zero two. No, if it was a movie, Cheyenne, you'd be done. LOL.
4: Okay, I'm not going to argue what I did, so I'll just say well, that right now. You're, like, you're I'm not- and also, if you haven't been in this situation. It's really easy to sit and say what you should and shouldn't have done right. when you haven't been in it. Yeah. I I'm mean, just not going to be a fish in a barrel.
3: And you think that if you were to follow the crowd out the back of the store- Well, they were would going been, out the
4: front of the store. Oh, they were at the front they of the were, store. The hordes were going out the front of the door. I'll
3: well, see. I mean, that's, yeah. I thought they were, because you said the employees, the Walmart employees were telling everybody to leave. Yeah, they were. and right? get out of the store. But they but were why ushering would they, people to the front. Why would they go to the front? That's a great question. I had a picture that they're all going out the back <laughs> no. and you're like, I'm going to go <gasps> I'm going to go out this no. way. No. Oh.
4: No, they were ushering, like try. they were literally like taking their arms and like hurrying yeah. people out the front. I'm not going out the front door.
3: Because if if an active
4: shooter is coming, they're probably coming in from the front door.
3: Well, and that's, well, yeah, he was exiting the store. He was shoplifting something. Off duty cop uh, uh, stopped him. Then they both pulled their guns. Right, but at
4: the time, I didn't know that. I didn't know what was going on. You just
3: heard the pop, pop, pop of the commotion coming from the front. So, yeah, why why would you go towards it? That seems like a sketch. uh, Exactly. Maybe the uh, Walmart employees need to go back through their. uh, their evacuation training, training?
4: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, probably. That
3: seems nutty, but also, you know, as I brought up, you know, I mean, being uh, you also didn't know, right, if the shooter had been taken down at the front of the store, if he had escaped or mm-hmm. anything, right? In my mind, knowing that he had escaped, you going out that side door on your own. What if he was hiding around the corner of the building, mm-hmm. and there you are, fish in the barrel, speaking, you know, right. to use that term, right there with him, right there on the side of the building. You just, you just crash his hiding spot. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, that could have happened. Yeah, it
4: could have ha- Anything, anything could have happened. It could have. Yeah, anything could have. Anything yeah, could have sure. happened.
3: Um, text of the 602. I honestly think running out the, sa- the side was smart. When it comes to shooting, shooters go for the masses. They look for the group, not the individual. Smart choice, Cheyenne. Thank you. Uh, text of the 360. Start carrying. I have some great firearms for sale. <laughs> Text to the 602, <laughs> Cheyenne move from East Mesa to the hood.
4: I'm not in the hood. It's just where the closest Walmart was. I live in literally a brand new complex.
3: Text to the 480, 30, lipstick on a pig, Cheyenne. Lipstick <laughs> on a pig. Okay. Put, a new, put a new complex in uh, in the hood. It's... Okay,
4: well, my apartment complex is also hood, so.
3: <laughs> text to the 480, 35th Avenue, Walmart sucks. Go to the one on 75th and Lower Buckeye. Much nicer. That's
4: the one I don't like. Why not? Believe it or like. Is that
3: the one where the shooting, which one was the, the shooting?
4: The 35th at? one was the one where the shooting was at, okay. but it's the 75th one that I don't like. Why didn't you like that one? Because it's smaller. People are so rude in that Walmart. I went there one time and I was like, never again. I've never seen more people with their face in their phones and not give a single care about anybody else than I did in that Walmart. So I'm just going to go to Chandler. <laughs> let's let's just solve that problem right now. Just, or just
3: don't go to Walmart at all.
4: I'm not paying <laughs> other prices. I want to go to Walmart because it's cheaper. I got a mortgage now, sir. Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> Doubled your rent payment, so now you got to cut.
4: Exactly.
3: Now you got to cut. I'm <laughs> yeah. cutting
4: costs, yeah. which might mean putting my life in danger, apparently.
3: Yeah. But maybe that's the world telling you stop going to Walmart.
4: I like Walmart. I don't have First an First one sucks. Second one has
3: a shooting. We'll find out what happens to the Chandler one, huh?
4: terrible things just find me but luckily nobody was hurt I'm okay Easton's okay glad
3: you're safe Cheyenne thanks uh what's the weirdest thing you've seen somebody do on an airplane I'm gonna tell you about this picture that's going viral on Twitter coming up next what the dude had on his seat back table on this plane what do you hear this one it's coming up next Aaron Campbell
5: country thunder gunner and Cheyenne on demand Well, I think what this dude
3: was um, consuming on an airplane should be a sin. Uh, there's a picture on uh, Twitter of a guy uh, on an airplane. He's got the uh, the table down, you know, the seat back table, mm-hmm. and he's got a tray of ribs and sides. That he was consuming on the flight. Somebody took a picture of this going down and posted it to Twitter. Stop it. (laughs) Ribs? The old uh, messy slab of ribs going at it with both, you know, both hands. And they got the sides and everything.
4: The audacity of people.
3: And, you know, and some listening right now might be like, what's wrong with that?
4: Everything. (laughs) <laughs> everything is wrong
3: with that yeah, that's why it should be a sin um but i mean you're just in such close quarters on these airplanes yeah. you know it's a flying paper towel tube you know and i mean the the shorter distance flights the planes are even smaller you know right i just think it's a cons- being considerate of those around you as to why you wouldn't be bringing a tray of ribs and sides onto the airplane
4: oh totally like how disrespectful to literally everyone on the plane
3: fish and chip same thing just any, I, 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 even like a lot of the airports have McDonald's, mm-hmm. even like if I'm in a rush, I'm not stopping at McDonald's to, you know, get a burger and fries to eat on the airplane. Yeah.
4: I, just, I just would t- rather just stop and get like the cold sandwich.
3: Yeah. That doesn't, if, so smell. It doesn't smell. As long as it's not tuna.
4: Yeah. As long as it's, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like, I'm surprised the airlines even allow people to bring that kind of food onto the airplane.
3: Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you're not supposed to bring those little mini bottles of alcohol. Yeah, you're not going to allow yeah. that,
4: but you're going to allow somebody to bring in a full barbecue <laughs> but I mean, there's,
3: yeah, the, well, the reason they don't allow the mini bottles of alcohol, like you can get them through security. You just, you just can't, the flight attendant can't see you consuming them right, because then right. they don't know how much booze you've had. And if you're one of those that gets a little aggressive after getting a little hammered, <laughs> you know, they, they just got to keep an eye on how much booze you're consuming on that airplane. Right. But I mean, I guess it's their not their job to enforce consideration of others. Yeah, you know, but... when it comes to the food at least.
4: I don't know. I remember an article that we saw like a year and a half ago of a lady who had remember that lady who had a full like seafood feast? Oh, with the lobster and the crawfish? Yeah, like yeah. 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 Like what about people who have severe seafood allergies?
3: That's true too.
4: You know, like I remember one time I was on an airplane, somebody had a, a very severe peanut allergy and they were like, if you have anything that contains peanuts, please do not
3: open them. So they tell you that the flight attendant said they, that? That's
4: what they told us. Yeah. So I did, couldn't even eat my peanut M&Ms.
3: Oh, or like Uncrustable. I've been on like on this Uncrustable kick lately.
4: You have though.
3: Quickie peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me. You wouldn't
4: have been able to eat it. So I'm surprised that, that they allow food like this to Damn. be consumed on the flight.
3: But uh, I mean, if you were to sit there and look over, and you see that happening, definitely something uh, weird.
4: Oh, for <laughs> sure. Dude's
3: just going to town on the uh, the ribs. But what is the weirdest thing you've seen someone do on an airplane? You no, know, you know I've seen p- pictures posted of people, you know, taking the shoes off, making themselves comfortable.
4: Oh, <laughs> I didn't see if you had like slides on and that just is... kind of kicked them off. No, a even bit, then, but, like...
3: you know how <laughs> dirty those airplane <laughs> floors are. You know how many? I mean, just how many legs that plane goes through in a single day, and all and they're pretty much all full now. All the planes are full, yeah, of people in in their shoes after going to the bathroom, walking all throughout the airport, and then onto that plane. And you're going to take your shoes off
4: if you've got socks just, on.
3: Why does it matter? Well, what if they're bare feet? Okay, then no. Just gotta rub your toes through the, uh, the, the, the nasty air, the carpet <laughs> that's on there. <laughs> Gross. Getting all comfortable. And the gerbophobes people, now are people, throwing up. People like to get comfortable on the plane, you know, for whatever reason. That's kind of where we are in this day and age. Yeah. You know, back in the day, people used to wear suits and get dressed up to be on the airplanes. That's true. Now, people are in yoga pants, sweatpants, and taking their Crocs off and just putting their bare feet on the floor. You know floor. what? Don't
4: judge us in our yoga <laughs> pants, okay? <laughs> Don't judge. But,
3: you know, with people not caring about what, what happens on airplanes these days, there's weird things that go uh. down. You know, so what is the weirdest thing you've seen someone do on an airplane? Something you've witnessed on the airplane. We'd love to hear the story. You can text us at two- Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. What is the weirdest thing you've seen on an airplane? Like the weirdest thing you've seen somebody do? There's a uh, photo kind of making the rounds on Twitter right now of somebody on an airplane with a full, like a tray with a rack of ribs and all the sides which, you know, hungry, probably didn't have time to eat it at the restaurant. And I mean, they, they do have barbecue places at the airport. I know when I was in uh, Houston over the holidays, uh, I flew through Houston to get to Louisiana, but I mean, there was a barbecue joint, you know? And I mean, if if you're hungry, you grab your food and rush to the airplane. But I mean, in that situation, maybe just grab... Um, get something uh, else. Yeah, a sandwich or something.
4: Yeah, sandwich and chips. It'll tide you
3: over. Even the chips, though, it's just like crunch, crunch, crunch. You know, or if you got the jalapeno (laughs) chips, it's just kind of being considerate of those around you, you know, and the smells around you.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Which I'm kind of surprised with as many peanut allergies and um, seafood allergies, I guess, that they do allow people to bring their own food onto the plane.
2: Yeah,
4: it's Um, interesting. It's a
3: very small area. You know, you're kind of confined to a, a tight spot. And especially if you're on Southwest. (laughs) <laughs> you know, they got the three seats on either side and then you got somebody plopping down right in the middle because they're li- one of the last ones on the plane. Cause yep. It's open seating on Southwest, you know, and then you're sitting there just chowing down on an Uncrustable or, you know, go to town on a seafood buffet. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. yeah. You now, who knows who's next to you, what their allergies are.
4: You don't know. People are just people are just really inconsiderate these days. Yeah.
3: So just got to be considerate when you got on when you get onto an airplane with what kind of food you're eating. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's not fish. Onions, you know, anything just very smelly.
4: Bit, something super garlicky. Yeah, just be considerate,
3: of people. But I mean, to look over and see a dude just going to town on on a rack of ribs on an airplane—it's just a weird thing to see. Yeah, you know. So, what story do you have, Campbell Nation? the weirdest thing you've seen someone do on an airplane? Text or come at eighty-two-two-one-zero-eight. Um, text with the six-two-three. Well, flying to Kansas one time, I witnessed a family of four passing around a gallon of milk, and drinking from it. <laughs> Just taking a swig, pass it down.
4: The milk. <laughs> gross.
3: I think you're a cold, too. <laughs>
4: yeah, there's so many things wrong with that. It's gross. <laughs>
3: Uh, text to the two oh nine on a flight to Dallas. Lady across from me pulls out a baggie filled with lotions and takes off her shoes and starts lotioning and rubbing her feet and does this for maybe ten to fifteen minutes. <laughs> then she puts her shoes back on and then they pass out snacks and she proceeded to eat the snacks at no point that she used hand, hand sanitizer or wash her hands.
4: <laughs> Yucky.
3: Text to the six three zero on a flight to Germany. Somebody started clipping their fingernails.
4: Ew. That's gross.
3: It uh, goes on to say, which is totally fine, but it's when they started proceeding to clip their toenails is when I started oh. gagging.
4: Oh. <laughs> Yuck. Just don't. Like, just be normal on an airplane.
5: Well, you,
3: some of those flights are long, you know, and fingernails grow.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They grow that much. A file wouldn't suffice.
3: I uh, Yeah, I know, right? Well, even that, I mean, clip them at home and then go on the airplane, yeah. you know? Isn't that what you normally do before you go on vacation? Go you get your manicure, pedicure, make sure, you know, you're nice and shaved and, and everything else?
4: Apparently not for this person. <laughs> clipping of toenails was not on their to-do list.
3: Text with the 602, I'm a flight attendant, and I once had to tell a wife to stop clipping her husband's toenails in first class. <laughs> <laughs> Gunner, was that you? And your I know, wife? right? <laughs> my, mom, my mom. My wife does clip my toenails. <laughs> See, I mean, if I was on a flight from, like, I mean, I would never do it, but I mean, I'm just trying to justify and put myself in somebody's p- place, uh, right? can't wait to do this. are on a long flight, right? If it's like 13 hours? No. Still no, no. No, uh, why? Yeah. If, if your, your toe toenails bored, didn't bored, need. No. Like when my wife's bored, she'll pull out her file and just start going to town on her nails.
4: Really? Yeah. No. There's no need to, to, to clip your husband's toenails on a plane.
3: Text of the nine two eight old lady had her laptop open on the food tray in front of her. She was going through her pictures. They were all nude.
2: <laughs> Good for her. Like okay,
3: it goes on. They were all nude, like insanely close up nudes of herself. <laughs> she couldn't have cared less. Just had it open for the world to see. Good. It was um a very saggy experience. <laughs> <to say laughs> very least. Saggy oh my experience.
4: god. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there.
5: <laughs>
3: Alright, weirdest thing you've seen on an airplane. Oh. You can text us at 22108. Details coming up next on how you can win a pair of four-day passes to Camel Country.
5: Gunner and Cheyenne on demand.
3: That is Bailey Zimmerman. He will be a Country Thunder this year, April 13th to the 16th out in Florence. We've got your shot to win a pair of four-day passes with our Country Thunder Holler Back. We're going to announce another name coming up right after the 920 I Love You Man call. Uh, you have not gotten us your name, don't expect to hear your name, okay? <laughs> That's kind of how that works. <laughs> uh, if we don't have your name yet, you gotta go to our website, KMLE1079.com. Get us your name, and then you may be able to hear your name coming up after the 920 I love you man call.
4: Then you can be ready for it. That's but right. until then, yeah, I mean, you're out of luck.
3: Yeah, if you do hear your name, you'll have 10 minutes to call us back. All right, that's coming up at uh, 920. Uh, a few more texts I want to get to here real quick. We've been talking about uh, the weirdest thing that you've seen go down on an airplane. The weirdest thing you've seen happen on an airplane. The weirdest thing you've seen somebody do. On an airplane, there's a photo on Twitter, which uh, <laughs> there's some text coming in saying, leave the poor man alone. The dude that was eating a rack of ribs and all the sides. He just had it on a tray on the seat back table, just going to town. Those are the people
4: who bring food onto the plate.
3: Probably. <laughs> probably. But what is the uh, the worst food item you can bring on a, onto a plate? It has to be like fish, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Onions. I think like anything
4: a, that has like kind of that rancity smell. Yeah. And I think fish definitely goes at the top of that. What about an list?
3: orange? <laughs> We're talking about this, and then like the right after segment number one of this conversation, Shine <laughs> goes and opens an orange here in the studio. Oranges just just smell this. great. I know, but what about opening that on an airplane? Peeling an orange and just putting all the peelings right there on the. I mean, of the train I probably
4: wouldn't do that. Not yeah. on an orange, no. Or not on an orange on a plane. On a plane, yeah. I'm just overly cautious about stuff like that. I don't want to be that person.
3: Just be considerate. Yeah. You know, The majority of us wouldn't put our foot up on the other on the tray and start clipping our toenails. <laughs> but so why, do why chow down on fish or ribs, you yeah. know, right next to somebody?
4: You know, I and, wouldn't personally. I would feel so bad.
3: And then you got like barbecue sauce all up in your fingernails and stuff. And you're yeah. having to get up and go to the lavatory to wash your hands. It's almost
4: like feeling bad when you're in the movie theater, but you're trying to open up like a plastic bag. You know, you wait till like there's actually loud noises to open it like it's just it's inconsiderate
3: um so the uh the the lesson here is just be considerate of those around you like especially the movie theater too mm-hmm. right you know yep. don't be ruffling stuff up is during uh, a very tense uh quiet scene or something I hate that. you know yeah yeah uh, text to the 509 i'm getting ready to take a 15 hour flight to sydney and you guys are making me nervous <laughs> Oh, have so much fun! Uh, I think this one takes the cake, though, Cheyenne. Okay. On the uh, weirdest thing you've seen on an airplane. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I texted the 602. A lady started shaving her armpits on the food tray.
5: Stop. Then she put on deodorant.
3: <laughs> Sometimes Cheyenne, if you're running late,
4: <laughs> some things can wait. You got a hot Go to date. The
3: bathroom. You got a hot date. Once you get off the airplane, you got to prepare. Go to
4: the bathroom. Go yeah, do yeah. that in the bathroom. Oh, yeah,
3: you do that in the bathroom.
4: That's gross. <laughs>